0: You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Have a good day.
1: The following audio drama is rated G Wiz, which means it's perfectly safe for folks and families of all ages to enjoy
2: with Cheese Wiz. A man loses his soul, and a soul loses its humanity. Today on Chatterbox Audio Theater. (laughs) Hi everyone, this is Bob Arnold, Executive Director of Chatterbox Audio Theater. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, This month marks the halfway point in our twelve shows in twelve months initiative, Uh, and to celebrate that milestone, we are bringing you, if I may say so myself, we're bringing you a real knockout show today. If you're like me, usually when you think of Oscar Wilde, you think of his stage plays, stuff like the importance of being earnest, uh, an ideal husband, and they're very funny, they're very sharp, very satirical, very sarcastic. But if you are familiar with some of his other work, like The Picture of Dorian Gray, you know that as an author, he has many different sides to him, many different facets to him, and you're going to see a very different side of him in the story that we bring you today. Stick around after the show, and I will have a preview of next month's release. For now, enjoy our recording of The Fisherman and His Soul.
1: Chatterbox Audio Theater presents The Fisherman and His Soul by Oscar Wilde. Adapted by Deborah Hyatt.
3: Every evening, the young fisherman went to the sea and threw his nets into the water. When the wind blew from the land, he caught little, for it was a bitter wind, and rough waves rose to meet it. But when the wind blew to the shore... The fish came up from the deep and swam into the meshes of his nets, and the fishermen took them to the market and sold them to the merchants who gathered there.
1: Fish, fresh fish! How
4: fresh, fisherman! Well, see for yourself. Oh, I'll make you an offer on the large tuny and a dozen mackerel.
3: One evening, the net was so heavy the fishermen could hardly draw it to the boat. Oh.
1: Surely I've caught all the fish that swim or snared some monster. Oh, I only hope that I can sell whatever creature. Oh. oh.
3: No fish was in that net, nor any monster. Only a small, sleeping figure with hair like fine spun gold, skin as pale as ivory and a tail of silver and pearl with the green weeds of the sea wrapped around it.
1: A mermaid.
3: She lay in the net, peacefully sleeping, with the cold waves lapping over her.
1: Let's get you into the boat. (gasps) What? No! No, let me go! Mermaid, I mean you no harm! Then let me go! No, no, not yet. (sighs) I've heard all my life of the sea folk, but I've never seen one.
0: Then look from a distance. I am the daughter of a sea king! Let me go. I will never see you again if I do. Not
1: unless... Make me a promise and I will. A promise? Just a simple one. Promise me that when I call you, you will come and sing to me.
0: Sing to you? Why?
1: (laughs) Because the fish of the sea delight to listen to the song of the sea folk and my nets will be full.
0: Will you let me go if I promise this? Yes, truly. Then... By the oath of the sea folk, I swear it. Now, let me go.
1: Don't forget, mermaid! Whenever I call!
3: She was gone, but the mermaid was true to her word, and the next evening...
1: Mermaid, come to me and sing!
3: She sang a marvellous song about sea folk herding flocks of fish, mer-children riding porpoises, and mermen charming the kraken, that monster of the deep, to sleep. The fisherman might have listened more had he not been so busy wrestling with heavy-laden nets and sinking his spear into one giant fish after another.
1: Oh, mermaid! I told you your songs would fill my nets. Fish! Fresh fish! Fish! Fresh fish! A large catch indeed, fisherman. They swim into my nets, sir. They swim into my nets. Well then, let me have all your flounder
5: and a basket of souls.
3: Every night, the fisherman called the mermaid, and she sang as he worked. She sang of her home in the Sea King's Palace, where filigreed fans of coral wave all day and fish dart like silver birds. She sang of tritons with long green beards who blow great blasts on conch shells in celebration or alarm. Sometimes the fisherman paused to let the mermaid's voice fill his mind with images of things he had never seen or even imagined. Anemones clinging to rocks, seahorses with floating manes, whales riding down from the northern seas with sharp icicles hanging from their fins.
4: Fish! Fresh fish! Are your fish still the best, fisherman? She sang them into my net all night. Your fish look good, but you do not. Perhaps another day.
3: Sometimes he simply sat in his boat, nets folded and dry at his feet, as the mermaid sang of things more strange and terrible. Sea witches hiding in foamy waves and sirens whose songs drive men mad. Storms that cloud the ocean and turn ships to kindling. Drowned sailors who cling to the rigging of sunken galleys while schools of mackerel swim in and out of the portals.
0: Fisherman, why do you not throw out your nets today? Why do you not raise your spear?
1: What? You you speak to me?
0: Well, you have let many of the great Toonies swim right past you. Did you not see them with their blood-red fins and bossy gold eyes? Oh,
1: mermaid. Every day you have come to me and filled my nets with fish and my ears with your song. Will you not swim closer to the boat so I can look into your eyes?
0: (laughs) Oh, no, fisherman. For then you would try to catch me in your nets.
1: Truly, I will not. But you have caught my heart in the net of your songs. I... I love you, mermaid. But you are human. Well, what does that matter?
0: You have a soul, fisherman. Even if I loved you, sea folk have no souls.
1: What good is my soul to me? I cannot see it or touch it. I don't even know it. What if I had no soul, mermaid?
0: Fisherman, if you had no soul, you could live among the sea folk and be happy with me. But what is it worth knowing that?
1: It is worth everything. I will send my soul away. Only tell me that you love me.
0: I do. Fisherman, I do. And we will be together. (laughs) I swear it.
3: Rising early, his heart filled with hope, the young fisherman went to the house of a priest and knocked at the door.
4: Come in, come in.
3: But when the fisherman told the priest of his desire...
1: Have you gone mad? What good is my soul to me, father? I cannot see it or touch it. I don't even know it. Your soul is worth more than all the gold in the world. More than the rubies of kings. The mermen playing their harps are happy. I long to be like them.
4: Happy, vile, and evil are all the pagan things that God suffers to live in this world. Cursed be those singers of the sea. Uh, you don't know what you're saying. I have heard them at nighttime as they sought to lure me from my beads. They whisper into my ears of their perilous joys. They tempt me to wrongdoing. My mermaid is the daughter of a king and fairer than the morning star. <sighs> Your mermaid
1: is a soulless beast. I would give my soul for her body and surrender heaven for her love. You
4: will be lost if you go to her. Away, oh, away. Oh, I, I give you no blessing.
5: Oh, oh, sh-
1: she is the daughter of a king, as fair as the morning. Hey fisherman, where are you running? Have you no fish today? No, what? No, no, no fish. Well, what have you to sell us?
5: Seashells? What? what?
1: No, no, no. No, but I will sell you my soul. What did he say? By my soul. I am weary of it. What did he say? What good is my soul to me? I cannot see it or touch it. I don't even know it. But you, sirs, you can buy it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Your
1: soul is of no use to us, fisherman. No one buys souls. <laughs> the priest says my soul is worth more than gold and rubies.
4: But you laugh. Well, what can we do, fisherman? Yeah, go, go ask the witch who lives in the caves above the bay. <laughs> the witch? No, no, don't go there, fisherman. You must not go there.
3: But it was too late, for the fisherman was already racing through the market.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry.
3: sorry. <laughs> and soon scrambling up the rocky path to the witch's cave high above the sunlit bay.
0: <laughs> what do you lack? What do you lack? You are the witch. <laughs> I am. Well, pretty boy, what do you lack? Treasure chest full of gold? The love of a woman? Perhaps a great queen? Or shall I turn your enemy black with death?
1: I want you to drive my soul from me.
0: Do you? Even I know that is a terrible thing to do. What price will you pay for my help?
1: All that I own. My nets, my boat, my house. And five pieces of gold.
0: (laughs) Your boats and nets. But perhaps there is a way. Dance with me tonight.
1: Dance with you... And then you will help me?
0: Oh, by the hooves of the goat! I swear it!
3: So the fisherman waited that night, as the witch instructed, in a grove of trees as the moon rose bright and full. (laughs) (laughs) Who's there? Is that you, witch? (laughs) Uh
5: (laughs) What? (laughs) No! Who are you?
1: Leave me alone!
3: The coven surrounded the fisherman and spun him around and around within their
1: circle. Oh, oh! This is not dancing.
0: Oh, better keep up, boy! Uh. Uh,
5: yeah.
1: what, what? What does that sound?
0: Never you mind. Faster! Faster! Uh,
1: this is stop! Oh God, I'm so dizzy. It, it's it's too. Oh. Uh, oh, oh. Uh. Oh, my. Oh, my. boy, oh. do you see? <laughs> I do. Heaven, help me. God, save me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
0: Master!
1: My sister! Oh, no, you don't, witch.
0: I am the master's servant. Let me go. <laughs> Not
1: until you tell me how to rid myself of my soul. I don't know. Tell me! Keep your promise or I will slay you for a false witch.
0: Well, I will then. Here, take my knife. Stand in the light of the moon so your shadow stretches out before you. And then cut it away.
1: (laughs) You lie. How can I cut my own shadow?
0: What you see as the shadow of your body is the lie. In truth, that shadow is the body of your soul. A witch's knife can cut it away. Now let me go. I must seek my master.
3: Go then. As the witch fled, the fisherman started down the dark, rocky slope. But then he heard a voice, low and pleading.
6: How can you send me away? What wrong have I ever done you?
1: Is that you that I hear? My soul?
6: Yes, your eternal soul. I have been with you all your life. I
1: never said a word until now.
6: Well, no, but I have been your servant.
1: (laughs) What good have you ever done me?
6: Done? I am part of you. What will you do without me? Oh,
1: I have my life to live.
6: Then what will I do? Where am I to go? Go where you
1: will, soul. There is heaven and hell and all of earth in between.
6: The world is cruel, and I am afraid. At least give me your heart to take with me so I will not be alone. No,
1: I need my heart. It belongs to my love. Oh, I see you now, soul. It is just as the witch said The moonlight has laid you out before me Stretched across the sand
6: No, wait, fisherman What if What if I want to love like you do Love as you will, soul Go where you will, do what you
1: will I do not need you
6: No, no
1: There It is done This cannot be Go now Make your own way in this world. Oh, my mermaid is calling, soul. Do you hear?
0: I'll I'll return,
6: fisherman. I'll return every year and call to you. I don't care, soul. I'm
1: going to my love.
6: Not yet. Don't leave me. Oh mermaid.
1: I'm yours. Don't leave me alone. <laughs>
3: The soul kept the promise and returned after a year had passed.
6: Fisherman! Fisherman!
1: Why have you come, soul? I do not need you.
6: Come nearer, fisherman. Let me look into your eyes and tell you of my journeys, for I have seen marvelous things. I will
1: listen until the tide turns, soul. Then I must return to my mermaid.
6: So be it. When I left... I traveled east, for east is the direction of wisdom, and I would be wise.
3: The soul spoke of a flat red land ruled by fierce Tartars who enslaved the soul until it escaped, of a Syrian king who led his army north through snowy mountain passes into a land where dragons fly, and hundreds died in battle as the soul looked on. The soul told of eastern merchants who travel by camel and pitch their tents on an ocean of sand that knows no water and an ancient city where sorcerer-priests serve an unknown god.
6: I would meet this god of yours.
3: He is hunting.
6: Name the forest, and I will ride with him.
3: He is
1: asleep.
6: Show me the couch, and I will watch by him.
1: The god is at the
4: feast.
6: Then I will drink with the god whether the wine is bitter or whether the wine is sweet. That is what I said to the sorcerer-priest fisherman, and he finally bowed his head. But still, he sought to fool me. Not once, but twice, he showed me statues decorated with jewels and anointed with oils and told me they were the god. For the first offense, I withered his arm. For the second, I took his sight. Oh, Oh, do not look alarmed, fisherman. I restored both. But he learned. The third time, he took me to a room with a round mirror set on an altar of stone. Can you guess what that mirror was? Can you guess, fisherman? The
1: tide is rising, soul.
6: It was the mirror of wisdom. It reflects all things in heaven and earth. And the one who looks into it knows everything. From him, nothing is hidden. Soul, I really must... Listen to me, fisherman. I did something. It matters not what, but I took the mirror and hid it a day's journey from here. Hid it for you. I can take you to it and make you the wisest man in the world. I do
1: not seek wisdom. Love is better than wisdom, and my sweet mermaid loves me.
6: There is nothing better than wisdom. (laughs) Love is better...
3: The soul returned after the second year.
6: Fisherman! Fisherman! Back again, soul.
1: I do not need you.
6: Fisherman, let me look into your eyes and tell you of my journey. I will give you until
1: the tide turns, soul.
6: So be it. When I left, I traveled south, for the south is the source of all that is precious, and I would be rich.
3: The soul spoke of the city of Ashtar, with its great towers and vast markets, with merchants seated on silken carpets, wine-sellers carrying great black skins of wine, and bird-sellers whose wares are meant to be bought and set free. There was even an elephant, adorned with spices and silk, whose rider allowed it to eat all of the orange-sellers' fruit. Finally, the soul spoke of an emperor who expected all to fling themselves to the ground and grovel when he passed. And all did, except for the soul, who stood and stared boldly at the emperor. Seize the intruder and come to the palace! The soul soon stood before the emperor, who sat with a falcon on his wrist and a guard standing ready. At a sign from the emperor, the guard slashed the soul with his scimitar. But the blade passed through the soul without leaving a mark. The Emperor himself then attacked the soul with a lance and an arrow, but the soul caught both in midair. Ha! <laughs> what magic is this that you do not die? My mighty Emperor, even you cannot kill me. Silence! Child.
4: No one must know!
6: Yes, fisherman. The Emperor killed the guard to hide his own dishonor.
4: You must leave the city. What can I do to make this happen?
6: Give me half your treasure and I will go. That is what I told the Emperor, Fisherman, and he paused but a moment before opening a secret door, which revealed a long corridor lined with many torches. The Emperor and I walked together for many minutes before we came to the door of his treasure room. Oh, the riches he had hidden away! Coffers full of gold pieces and jars overflowing with silver! Pearls and rubies, opals, sapphires, emeralds...
4: Choose your half. Leave the city tonight.
6: I want none of this, Emperor.
4: No. I promised you half. I will give you camels and camel drivers and instruct them to carry you anywhere in the world. Only take what you will and leave my city.
6: I want only one small thing, Emperor. That ring on your hand. This?
4: (laughs) It's nothing. Merely a ring of lead... Now take half my treasure and go!
6: Not true. I know that ring and its purpose.
4: Take all my treasure,
6: all of it, and go! Do you know what that ring was, fisherman? Can you guess? Soul, the tide is turning and i It was the Ring of Riches. Listen to me. I did something. It matters not what. But I took the ring and have hidden it a day's journey from here. Come with me and you will be the richest man in the world. Love is better than riches and my sweet mermaid loves me. There is nothing better than riches. (laughs) Love is better.
3: After the third year.
6: Fisherman! Fisherman! Again, soul? Fisherman, let me look into your eyes and tell you... You have have
1: until the tide turns, soul.
6: So be it. I know of a city with a river, and by that river stands an inn, and inside that inn sailors gather from many lands. I have sat there myself eating barley bread and salted fish and drinking wine. One night, an old man entered and laid a carpet on the floor, and a girl ran in and began to dance on it. Her face was veiled, but her feet were bare, and they moved like white birds over that carpet. Never have I seen anything so beautiful.
3: As the soul talked, the fisherman remembered that the mermaid had no feet and could not dance, and a great desire washed over him.
1: Where is this
6: inn? Not more than a day's journey from here. Then let us go quickly.
1: I wish to see this dancing girl and return to my mermaid.
6: Of course, fisherman, of course. All you need do is come to me and open your arms. What? Why? It's really the only way to take you to the dancing girl.
3: Without pausing to think, the fisherman strode through the white foam and opened his arms to his soul, who cried out and Ah! leaped into him. Looking down, the fisherman saw his soul stretching out from his feet like a shadow, and he shook with anger and fear.
1: You have tricked me, soul! You have joined with me as you were before!
6: Would that I could, fisherman. But I cannot. For us to be truly one again, you would have to allow me into your heart again. And you have not, have you? No. My
1: heart is still my own.
6: I know because it beats with love for my mermaid. I know. I can feel it. Fisherman, let us not tarry discussing things of no moment. The dancing girl is but a day's journey away.
3: The next day found them in a strange city with no dancing girl. Coming to a small market, the soul spied a silver cup and whispered for the fisherman to steal it. He did so, only to regret it later.
1: Why did you tell me to steal this cup? It was an evil thing to do!
6: Be at peace, fisherman. Be at peace.
3: The next day, the soul led him to another city where they entered a street of sandal makers. The soul saw a young child and sharply commanded the fisherman to strike the boy. He did so, only to regret it later.
1: Why did you tell me to hit that boy? It was an evil thing to do!
6: Be at peace, fisherman. Be at peace.
1: On the
3: third day, they came to a third city. Surely the dancing girl is here. for I must see her and return to my mermaid. But the fisherman found himself sitting that night in a dark, empty marketplace. A wealthy man passing by saw him and paused.
0: Why are you sitting there? The market is closed and all the merchants gone home.
3: I have nowhere to go.
1: I cannot find the dancing girl in my family as far away.
0: Well,
3: I don't know about your dancing girl, but all men are family, are we not? Come. The kindly stranger took the fisherman into his own home, offering him rose water to wash his hands, ripe melons to quench his thirst, and rice and roasted lamb to fill his belly. Afterwards, the wealthy man bid the fisherman rest in a comfortable guest chamber.
6: "'Fisherman! "'Fisherman!' "'What?' "'Fisherman, do as I say. "'Go to the room where that man sleeps. "'Slay him and take his gold, for we need it!'
3: Without thinking, the fisherman rose and crept into his host's chamber. He saw a curved sword at the man's feet and a tray with nine purses of gold at the man's hand. "'Take
6: up the sword, fisherman!'
3: What is this evil? Would you repay my kindness by shedding my blood?
6: Strike him! Take the gold! Run!
3: The fisherman fled into the night, far from the home of the man who had befriended him. Later, coming to his senses, he found his arms full of stolen riches and his heart heavy with regret. Why did you tell me to rob that man? Surely you are an evil thing, soul.
6: Be at peace. Be at peace. No!
1: I will not be at peace. You have made me do hateful things. Why? Why?
6: Why? Because you sent me out in the world, alone, with no heart. I told you the world was cruel and I feared it, but you sent me away without another thought. The world taught me to do evil things, fishermen, and I love them. Only, listen to me. You can love them, too. There is no pain you can imagine that you cannot give to others. No pleasure you can dream that you will not receive. We have nine bags of gold. I don't
1: want that money. I realize now how you have tempted me into wrongdoing. I will not journey with you anymore.
3: But I will send you away again. With those words, the fisherman pulled out the witch's knife that he had kept hidden. (gasps)
1: Yes, soul. I will cut you away again. I will rid myself of you once and for all.
6: (laughs) Oh, fisherman, the witch did not tell you. That little trick only works once. Having taken me back, you can never be rid of me again. We are bound, body and soul, forever. No,
1: it cannot be. You said we are not one as we were before.
6: We are not one, for you will not let me into your heart. But we are joined, fishermen. Make no mistake. You cannot be rid of me. But I must return to my love. Forget your sea maiden, fisherman. The world is full of beautiful girls. Girls with naked feet who will dance for you. Stop.
1: Stop speaking.
6: I know a girl who feeds peacocks and dances for their pleasure. Sometimes she dances on her feet and sometimes on her hands. I will not hear
1: you. I will not.
6: The silver rings around her wrists and ankles tinkle like a thousand tiny bells.
3: And so the fisherman began the long walk home, fighting the teasing, seductive voice of his soul.
6: Imagine the power of endless riches. No, those are lies, all lies. Any woman you could ever
1: want. No, I only
3: want my mermaid. The journey took three long days until...
6: Mermaid!
1: Mermaid! I am returned! Mermaid, come to me, I beg you. Seafolk, I I beg you, take me back! Let me go to her!
3: But the Seafolk riding distant waves turned their backs on the fisherman, and the wind and waves rose against him and would not let him enter the sea.
6: It seems your precious mermaid will not take you back, fisherman. Oh well, what is gone is gone. You had better come with me. Let us travel to the Valley of Pleasure and the things that wait for us there.
3: But the fisherman merely built a shelter for himself in the lee of the rocks and waited, calling out to the sea every day.
6: Mermaid!
1: Mermaid! Come to me, my love!
3: After a year, the soul rethought the plan. Instead of tempting the fisherman to wickedness, it would tempt him with goodness. The soul began urging the fisherman to come to feed widows and orphans, care Care for for lepers, lepers, comfort Comfort the the dying. dying, but the fisherman barely heard.
6: Mermaid! Please. Fisherman, let us be on our way.
1: I beg you, return to me, for I love you.
3: After a year of tempting the fisherman with goodness, the soul grew weary.
6: I give up, fisherman. I cannot tempt you to evil, and I cannot tempt you to good. I cannot live by myself in the world, and I cannot live merely attached to you. I beg you, take me back. Let me enter your heart. Let us be one and both of us be at peace.
1: I'm tired too, soul. Tired of fighting you. And I know you suffered greatly when I sent you out into the world alone. Come. Enter my heart and be a part of me forever.
6: Oh, I will. I will. What? Fisherman! I don't understand. I cannot enter your heart.
1: What is that? Soul, do you hear that?
6: Your heart is compassed about with love. There is nowhere for me to enter. So
1: do you hear the sea folk approaching? I can hear the conch shells singing. But how sad it sounds! What sorrow is this that pours across the waters of the sea?
3: Darkening waves hurried to shore, bearing a burden that was whiter than silver, and tossed like a flower on the waves no. Oh, no. It was no fish nor any monster the waves had carried to shore. Only a small figure with hair like fine-spun gold, skin as pale as ivory, and a tail of silver and pearl with the green weeds of the sea wrapped around it.
1: No. No.
3: <laughs> the mermaid lay dead in the white foam with the cold <laughs> waves lapping over her. Weeping, the fisherman fell to his knees and embraced her. He poured into her unhearing ears all he had done, all his bitter regrets, kissing her white lips and caressing her cold face. Far out upon the water, black waves rose, and white foam showed its claws.
6: Flee, fisherman! Even I can hear the sea folk now, and they will slay you! Flee! Have you
1: learned nothing, my soul? Love is better than wisdom, more precious than riches, and fairer than the feet of the daughters of men. Now listen to me. I betrayed my love and left her. But in all my travels, even as I looked upon evil and looked upon good, my love for the mermaid was never broken. And I felt her love still burning in my heart. Now she is dead, and I will die with her in my
5: arms.
6: Come away! Come away, fisherman, before the black waves overwhelm us both.
3: The fisherman paid no mind to the onrushing sea, but kissed the cold lips of the mermaid again and again. As he did, he felt the heart within him break. (laughs) Through that break, the soul at last found entrance into the fisherman's heart and became one with him as they had been in the beginning. And the sea came in and covered the fisherman stealing his life away. At dawn the next morning, the priest led his congregation down to the shore to bless the sea, for it had been troubled in the night. Everyone could see the young fisherman lying drowned in the surf and clasped in his arms the body of the mermaid.
4: The wickedness... I will not bless the sea nor anything in it. The man who lies here forsake God for the sake of his earthly love and was slain, slain by God's judgment.
3: But the priest's words failed him, and he and the crowd looked on in awe as the sands around the bodies began to shift and break and tender green shoots emerged. Swiftly as a dream the shoots grew into vines with leaves and flower buds, The vines spread, leaves and flowers unfurling in the morning sunlight, until they covered the broken bodies of the fisherman and mermaid in a shining blanket of green and white. Many made signs against evil, the priest among them, but the flowers were curiously beautiful and shed a sweet scent that filled every heart with unexpected peace and gladness. The priest bowed his head for several minutes, his clasped hands trembling, before he could bring himself to speak again to his followers. Let
4: us pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and and the Holy Holy Ghost. Ghost. Lord God, maker of all living creatures, you called forth the denizens of the sea, fish and whales, the kraken of the north, and the sea folk who dwell in every ocean. Bless them all. You created the animals of the land, wild foxes of the deserts, Beasts of burden that toil in our fields and bright-eyed woodland creatures. Bless them all. You created the birds of the air, the insects that fly and crawl and the toads that hide in the dirt. Bless them all. And you created us, fellow creatures to all the wild things that wander through the world. Bless us too, we pray. Amen. Amen.
5: Amen. Amen.
3: <laughs> the bodies of the fisherman and mermaid were laid to rest in a verdant but unused field above the church, and life went on. Eventually the priest retired, the witch disappeared, and the three merchants passed the worries of business on to their sons and grandsons. The church folk who had been on the beach that day lived lives filled with joys and sorrows, few of them ever walked down to the beach again and those that did found only birds the wind and the waves for the sea folk never returned to that bay but went to live in deeper waters far from any shore
1: Have been listening to Chatterbox Audio Theatre's production of The Fisherman and His Soul by Oscar Wilde. Adapted by Deborah Hyatt. Featuring Gabe Butel Gunn as the narrator. John Manis as the fisherman. Ashley Trevathan as the soul. And Rachel Newsom as the mermaid and the witch. Also featuring the voices of Gene Elliott, Greg Crossness and Alex Rapp. Music by Stephen Gary. Sound effects by Rachel Newsom, Gene Elliott, Greg Crossness and Alex Rapp. Original artwork by Erica McCarrens. Produced by Eric Sefton. Directed by Kel Christie. This is Sam Blythe. The mission of Chatterbox Audio Theater is sparking imaginations through outstanding theatrical recordings. Download our shows, meet our cast and crew,
2: and make a donation to support our work at www.chatterboxtheater.org. And that's our show. Thanks so much to our great cast and crew. And a special thanks goes out to Eric Sefton. Uh, This has to be one of the most complicated, one of the most heavily soundscaped shows that we have ever attempted. Uh, And he just pulled all those different elements together into one great piece. I also want to say thanks to two folks who have supported us recently. Uh, First of all, Andrew Allred, who is a a longtime supporter of Chatterbox uh, and has made another generous contribution to help keep us going. So, Andrew, thank you so much. And another great friend, Catherine Whitfield, uh, who made a donation, in her words, quote, with appreciation and thanks to those who bring life to the sound waves. So a lovely little tribute there from Catherine. Thanks so much. To find out how you can become a supporter like Andrew and like Catherine, please visit our website, chatterboxtheater.org, and you can click the big red donate button. Remember, everything that we do here is a labor of love, so your support uh, means a tremendous amount to us. Up next.
6: I made a mistake. I had an opportunity to help people who were going through what we all went through, and I didn't. I just lied.
2: Years after an unthinkable tragedy, a survivor decides it's time to reconnect.
6: I remember thinking the shooters would come through those doors at any moment. I actually thought it was a war breaking out at our school. Yeah, it was like a war.
2: How have her classmates and companions dealt with the event? How do they continue to deal with it? And what does it mean to honor the past while still moving on with your life?
0: You would have taught at Westside? Yeah, I would have done it. I still might. You never know. But I like where I am now. I love my students.
2: This is a powerful, honest, surprising piece. It's incredibly moving. It's thoughtful. It's funny. And I think, above all, it is humane. It's based on a true story. It is written by Evan Linder and conceived by Mary Hollis Inboden. It is part one of our two-part recording of The Warriors. That's coming up next month. In the meantime, don't forget we've got more than 48 hours of original audio theater just waiting for you on iTunes and on our website, chatterboxtheater.org. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next time on Chatterbox Audio Theater.